1: but it kind of made me who I am today. Wyoming has it all. Breathtaking hikes, kid-friendly museums, two of the coolest national parks in the country. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com.
2: This is Outside In, a show about the natural world and how we use it. I'm Justine Paradise, one of the producers of the show. And today, we're dropping in your feeds with a surprise extra for this holiday week. We'll be back next Thursday with a regular episode We wanted to share this short and sweet little something, an audio obituary of a creature of the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Here's producer Taylor Quimby.
3: Marty, Maine Coon Cat, twelve-year resident of the Mount Washington Observatory and the highest altitude feline in the northeastern United States, died after a sudden illness on November 9, 2020. His exact age wasn't known. But according to longtime night observer and meteorologist Ryan Knapp, Marty was about 14 or 15. He was set to retire from his post next year.
4: It was a little bit hard to take because when I left him on the Wednesday prior, he seemed in good spirits and like Marty, like usual. And it's one of those things that you'd never really expected, And then out of the blue, it happens kind of thing.
3: Marty had black, shaggy fur, green eyes the color of spring ferns, large double paws, and a broad face that lent him the regal dignity characteristic of his breed. He wasn't particularly large for a Maine Coon, but he was distinguished by his station atop the largest peak in New England. He was appointed to the Mount Washington Observatory in 2007 after receiving more than 53% of the vote in a cat primary held by the Conway Area Humane Society. As indoor cats, his opponents, Sarah and Wilson, were admittedly less suited to the job. Marty was brought to the peak, 6,228 feet above sea level, in January of 2008.
4: Uh, When he was younger, you would always get in trouble because he'd get into the buckets and whatnot that were up there and splash water all around and uh, create a mess because he loved looking at the ripples that his paws would create in the water. Like typical cats, he had his uh, happy moments and then other moments where you didn't exist at all and would just kind of avoid you at all costs.
3: Throughout his life, Marty had full access to the facilities on top of Mount Washington. He roamed and slept wherever he pleased inside the weather station and subterranean apartment where observatory staff lived during their six-day rotations. Only the bunk rooms were off-limits, as some of the humans that reside there are allergic to cats. Mount Washington, which lies at the center of two prominent storm tracks, is famously advertised as home of the world's worst weather, and for years topped the record books for the highest wind speed ever recorded. But Marty enjoyed spending time on the summit, even on frozen winter days, when his black fur stood in stark contrast to the white and blue shards of rime ice that collect above treeline.
4: Uh, he mostly liked to go out at night. Um, he was more of a night hunter uh, and an outdoor enthusiast than he was at daytime. But surprisingly, the cat. I, I don't know if it was pressure changes or just the sound of the building or what, but he always knew when the weather was bad or extreme, uh, and wouldn't want to go outside.
3: Marty was an accomplished mouser and often presented his kills to colleagues during the shoulder seasons when rodents sometimes find their way inside the observatory. He was almost dog-like in his loyalty, would come when called, and was an especially proficient hiker
4: for a cat. He went as far as Lakes of the Clouds and even Mount Clay, uh, which are about, you know, two miles or so. He would usually get tuckered out and you'd have to carry him either in your backpack uh, or in your arms back up to the summit. But it was fun to see him going around the mountain terrain like that.
3: According to the Conway Daily Sun, Marty was named after Marty Engstrom, a local broadcast legend who for more than three decades reported from the peak in a regular segment called Marty on the Mountain.
4: This morning, the summit was in the usual thick, wet clouds with, with 50 feet visibility. But by mid-afternoon, the clouds cleared to 50 miles visibility. Now, the-
3: Marty the cat has shared and perhaps even exceeded his namesake's celebrity. He featured prominently in majestic photos from the observatory's various social media accounts, He appeared in the 2015 book Cats on the Job, 50 Fabulous Felines Who Purr, Mouse, and Even Sing for Their Supper. His exploits have been widely shared in popular media, and his passing was reported by the Boston Globe, the New York Times, NHPR, and others. Marty's death takes place at a time when thousands of human lives are being lost to the coronavirus every day. And 17 million nameless minks are being culled in Denmark for the same reason. The scope of the tragedy is so vast, it can leave one feeling numb. Sometimes it takes a being as small as a cat to open a doorway to our grief and remind us how to feel again. Marty was a king of the mountain, living quite literally above his peers. But he was an unassuming monarch and will be most sorely missed by the third shift staff with whom he passed so many midnight hours atop New Hampshire's
4: most storied summit. Um, I'd be writing the middle of my forecast and he would come in and rub against my leg and uh, he liked to jump up in the lap and uh, you'd have to type around him or occasionally you'd fall asleep right in front of your keyboard and it's like, well, uh, unfortunately I have to work. Kitty.
3: Typical cat. Marty was preceded by a long and proud line of Mount Washington mousers, including Tiki, Umpha, Blackie, Ammanusance, Elmer, Manx, George, Pushka, Inga, and Nin. Marty joins their ranks as a beloved companion and a dignified veteran of the presidential range.
2: That's it for Outside In. This audio obituary was written and produced by Taylor Quimby, with editing help from me, Justine Paradise. Sam Evans-Brown is our host. Erica Janik is our executive producer. And Maureen McMurray is director of the rarest of days when the white mountains are windless and the lake of the clouds smooth as glass. Music came from Blue Dot Sessions. Our theme music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. We make these kinds of little shorts and extras every so often, and they usually air on NHPR, our home station. But we also link to them in our biweekly newsletter where we share our reading list, peeks behind the scenes, and opportunities to vote on future episode ideas and shape the future of the show. You can sign up for our newsletter on our website, OutsideInRadio.org. Outside In is a production of New Hampshire Public Radio.
1: There are new episodes out every Thursday, so subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages.